Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. What's up? It's your boy, the Ted Smith from the men's room. And did you know I have a podcast? Well, I do. The podcast. New episodes uploaded every Wednesday on the Odyssey app. 99.9 KISW. We return to the men's room with Miles and Thrill. Talk about fart on a plane. A New Zealand couple say they were subjected to a drooling, snorting, and farting dog on a long flight. They have gotten a $1,400 refund for their trouble. Damn. Gil and more impressed, they were asked to switch their premium seats mid-flight from Paris to Singapore because the smell from the dog's cheese cutting was too strong. Only seats available were in back in the economy. They accepted the seats again. They were in first class from Paris to Singapore and switched their seats to economy in the back of the plane because the dog's ass was so terrible. Oh, my God. The principle was not about the money. It's truly about making people accountable. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, They say the airline uh, should have fixed the problem. Given a heads up, maybe next to a dog, which appeared to be a bulldog mix. What are we gonna do? What's the airline going to do to prevent the dog from farting? The passenger couldn't have the dog out in the aisle because they couldn't get the trolleys through, so it had to uh, come in further, which meant his head was under my husband's feet. My husband was in shorts and getting dog saliva goo mm. on his leg while breathing in the heavy smell of the dog's backside. Our question, how was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. You know, Mike, yes. we're, we're talking about uh, farting on planes and then the airports and whatnot. I remember there was one time I was taking a flight home from somewhere, and as I'm sitting in my in, in the terminal reading my book, just kind of waiting for my turn to get on the plane, right? I I can hear the idle conversation that's going around with sure. families. One guy waves his family on, like, all right, I'll just meet you guys down at the gate. I'm, you know, I'm just... Hang on one second. And then he goes over and he stands in the terminal and he's looking at all the fine artwork that's up hanging from the ceiling. And and I can hear the acoustics in the place are just echoing. (laughs) Every time he like bends over, he's looking all around the place. (laughs) Just crop dusting everybody like... Dude, we can all hear this. You're not being slick. Uh, disappear into the crowd with your family. Right. Let them walk in front of you. No one hears it. And look, it's your family. You and- can fart around your family. The first thing I do, look at my kids, go pull my fingers. Like, do I have to? I'm like, yes, you do. And then they do, and then I fart, and we laugh. And no offense, you don't look like the type of guy that's just really interested in the artwork right. hanging from the walls no. of the airport. You're not fooling anyone. No. Mike, maybe you know the answer to this. Uh, Talk to me. Somebody on the text line says the episode of the greatest story ever told podcast titled, quote, The Fart. Uh-huh. Was some of the funniest stuff I've ever heard. Ooh, what was that what about? Was That's available that on Odyssey and the Odyssey app. 
<laughs> you know what? I could dig that up and, and figure that out. So so give me a little bit of time. Because okay. Miles and I were noodling up there, and I'm like, well, there's like three yeah. farts that come to mind. I don't know which one deserves the title of the fart. It might have been about Ted farting in the in the studio. I believe okay. so. The only thing we have to worry about that is just all the cussing that was on the greatest story never yeah, told no podcast. Yeah. So it's not, not like we can go back and re-air the audio <laughs> more than likely. Because we tell it like we talk normally. How was a, a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Mike. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. So we had a family reunion and about 15 people sitting around the backyard in the shade. And I let out this squeaker, just a long squeaker. And it was my birthday, too. So I turned to my brother and I said, 50 years old and still tight. Still <laughs> <laughs> tight. Still yeah. tight. Like a balloon knot. Cracked up. My mom and my sister are like, Michael. <laughs> as long as you just get the first name treatment, you're like, come on, man. You know who you raised. Yeah. You know what the deal is. Do you tell your doctor that? Like, doc, I can assure you, my sphincter's super tight. Listen to this. Yeah. Wee. Exactly. You're going to need your finger exercise or snap that glove on. Yeah, my kids, they just discovered the joy of making fart sounds with a blown up balloon. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? Because you can just let it go and it does a But they discovered if you pull the sides of it, you get that squeaker sound. We were in the car. We're waiting for... I think we were at the grocery store. So my wife ran in to grab something. I'm sitting in the car with the kids. And all the donors are making fart sounds, which I found very funny. The only warning I told them, I said, hey, when your mom gets back into the car, you know you got to stop. They're like, oh, yeah, we know, we know. Yeah, I mean, she does not find the joy in this the way we do. Well, I go and get a physical every year. And they, they uh, the doctor that I used to have changed locations. So now he's up here on, uh, on First Hill. So a couple things have changed this appointment from the last few years. It used to be that, you know, as far as your... Your colonoscopy, they, they pushed it forward. They brought it back as far as the age and all these right. different things. And, and you know, there were it was probably five or six years that I went to get a physical where there was no rectal examination. That was just not something that was necessary anymore. Uh, it could be done through a blood test, blah, 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 blah. I'm fine with that. That's good. I don't need your finger up there. No big yeah. deal. So I got there the last time. And the doctor, he's like... We have to go back to the old way of doing it as far as uh, with a rectal examination because they're recommending that that is a more effective approach for whatever reason. Blah, blah, yeah. blah. I'm all right, man. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'll do it. No, no problem. So, but this also involves some petroleum jelly. Yes. Okay. Which I appreciate. I do as well. All right. Uh, it's also the last thing that he did on this trip, uh, uh, this time around. It used to be he would do it first. Get it out of the way. Right. He was kind of reintroducing this, so it was the last thing that was done. All right. Not a big deal. Uh, double the appointment. I'm walking down. Uh, I'm walking down toward the radio station, and I have to fart. And I fart, and I'm like, "Oh no, oh no! I think I just slipped on one." Right. And I'm like, and it's just, it's real greasy. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 real real bad. And I get all the way down to the bed, and I am I am just clinching my cheeks like in the. In, I gotta walk across I five on the right. ridge. I gotta walk down here. I am like, oh, no, this is going to be a total mess. So I get upstairs, and what I realized was, basically, I just blew Vaseline on my ass. <laughs> right. That's right. all it was. I, but I did not know. But until you know. But I did not know what it was. But I just didn't, it never, it never, it didn't click for some reason that that's what that yeah. was. Because I'm just like, I think I was more traumatized by the fact that this is just actually happening again. And it's not like, it's not my favorite thing in the world. You, know? you don't say. Yeah, I mean... Not even sexually. I'm just, just <laughs> right. That's not my thing. 
But man, when, it, when I came upstairs and went to the bathroom and I wiped, I was like, oh my God. How much relief did you have, though? Like, thank God well, it's just yes, Vaseline. Yeah, but I mean, I, I couldn't believe how much came out. But was your underwear greasy and sticky the rest of the day? I wiped it all out. Even the underwear? Yes. Because, I mean, once Vaseline touches cotton, right, like, exactly. it's, it's always kind of there, you know? It was more like a water-based lubricant, but it was still, okay. a, all right, it was all still right. a lubricant. Maybe that's why. I was like, oh, my God, I slipped on one. It's like, no, thank God, it's just lube. <laughs> How was a fart the star of the story, 206-803-ROCK? Hello, Chet. Welcome to the midroom. Hola. Hola. Okay, so... This was like about 33 years ago. I was 12 years old. My older brother and my stepbrother were 18 years old. And they decided it would be a good idea to split like one of those gallon-sized Van Camp pork and beans between the two of them and have a parting contest afterwards. All right. So they did this, and they, they started to have gas like you couldn't imagine, and they were farting in every possible way you could think of. This is a big, be the first time I ever saw somebody rear back on their back and pike up their legs and light one on fire with a cigarette lighter. Oh, it's the first time you saw the blue flamer? Yeah. So the, my brother did this, and my stepbrother thought it would be a good idea to top it. And he jumped up on the pool table in the middle of the front room, hiked his pants down, reared back on his thing, and lit that thing on fire. And it burnt all the hair, full, both front and back. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> Now that, that was is, it like one big poof and it was gone? Yeah, all of it. It was hilarious. That's one. That's, that, that's that. one. That's one junior thing that I never did. I never tried that. I don't know if I if I know anybody who did try that with my friend group growing up. I did it, and again, this is me. Everyone knows how I roll, so I did it all the time. I've always had a fart, and once you could get a hold of a lighter, you're at the age they'd sell them to. We light them all the time because, like you said, it's it's a very unnecessary party trick. But it's funny when you do it, and the last time I did it, I was probably 16, and it's not because of anything that happened to me, but my buddy Tony, we're, there's three of us messing around, like a hiatus in band practice, and all three of us are letting our farts on fire, we're teenagers, so that's what you do, it's funny, and Tony rolled back, and like this guy said, you know, put his knees down by his ears, you know, he wants this full thing, and he lit this lighter, and I always describe it as like, kiss popping on stage, it was just, it was the biggest blue flame I'd ever seen in my life, right? So normally you do a blue flame, it's quick, and the flame was mostly blue. When he did it, it started blue and actually got to yellow because it got big enough, right? And I mean, it just, oof. He screams at the top of his lungs and takes off running. We're down in the basement. It takes off running out of the basement. Paul and I, meanwhile, are on the floor dying of laughter, right? And we don't see Tony for like five to ten minutes. By the time he comes back downstairs, he's holding a pair of underwear and a pair of shorts in his hand. He's wearing a pair of Paul's mother's shorts, which were very obvious that he's wearing Paul's mother's shorts. And he looks unhappy, which for Tony is not unreasonable, but looks really unhappy. He shows us his underwear and his shorts, man. There was a hole burned through both. Like if you took a cigar mm -hmm. and butted it out in that, but it burned the inside of his rectum. Like he couldn't sit down for about a week. So he would stand everywhere. I mean, like seriously, he walked all gingerly. And after that... I never did it again. Like, I, I can't live with that, man. How was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Wally. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. How you guys doing? Doing great, hey, man. Hey, How man. are you, brother? Long-time listener, first-time caller. I'm glad we finally got a topic that you could relate to. Farts, yeah. I'm in. <laughs> yeah. So, we were taking a family trip over to the peninsula, and we were on the ferry, 
going for a ferry ride and uh, took the kids out on the deck and I felt one coming. So I, you know, went outside being polite and let one off. My son and I were laughing about it It, while this dad and his other, his little son come out and he says, let's go out and smell the salt water. (laughs) And so he takes about three steps and his kid stops and says, I don't want to go out here. It doesn't smell good. (laughs) (laughs) They went back inside. (laughs) So it actually lingered outside on a ferry. Well, yeah, and you know, you're going into the wind, and so it's blowing backwards, so they were the first ones to smell it. And the kid dialed out and said, I I don't want to do this. That's just how inertia works. I farted on on getting on an escalator, man, and it just kind of stayed with me the entire way to the top. You would think it would go behind you, Exactly. They don't. No, they stay They travel up the escalator with you. And I was like, oh, my God, this is coming up. Oh, my. And the whole way to the top, I... I, I couldn't believe it. I'm like, that damn thing followed me the entire way up the top of this escalator. Hey, let this be a lesson to children everywhere. Like, look, there's a lot of places you can fart, crop dust, leave one somewhere and no mm-hmm. one knows. The escalator, it travels with you. I've done it myself, thinking the same thing with, yeah. oh, 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 gas and people behind It was in me. the Atlanta airport, man. And it just, just went got all the, the way up. Yeah, and there was like people like five steps behind me. All right. So I I just farted. You know when you get off a plane, man, your stomach is just all messed up. That's where everyone goes into the bank. But it just, stood, it just stayed in this pocket. And I don't know if they even got wind of it until maybe they exited the escalator. I think when you get to the top somehow, that's where it stays. But yeah, if you fart on an escalator, it, it takes the ride with you. How was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Although to be fair, I've never farted on a down elevator. Escalator. No, always up. Always up. Why, why do you think that is? Like, somehow we're going up on an escalator. People feel free to fart. Somehow you think it's going to fall behind. In theory, it should be the same if you're going down. You should fart. I mean, either way, it's going to follow you. But no one does it on the down escalator. Was it, was it you that farted or somebody else who farted on the bus in Baltimore? And oh, the driver me, actually dude. opened the door while the bus was moving? At like 45 miles an hour. Down man. the road? I was sitting in the very back corner of the bus, and there's only maybe 18 people on there. So... I don't know, I'm 16, 17, and just one of those quick, well, I've done it a million times. Didn't give it a thought. I cannot explain how bad it smelled. Like, it was real, real bad. I did not realize how far it would travel. Okay, so again, I'm sitting in the very back. I recognize that, oh, my God, like, this is bad, bad. But from my perspective, I'm looking at the backs of everyone else. So the seats closest to where I'm sitting are maybe four rows up. And this woman leans over, and she opens the window. And I'm like, okay. No doubt they're getting a whiff of this. Well, there's another couple sitting, maybe a seat in front of them, but across the aisle. And then I see their window open. You can literally track the path of this fart based on the windows open because it started from back to front. Okay, so the people toward the front of the bus start opening their windows. And now people are murmuring, kind of giggling, kind of complaining. And then the bus driver, again, 45 miles an hour, just opens the doors to air this thing out. Now, the thing that worked out for me, because I'm starting to get mortified, right? Like, this is one of those farts where you might get your ass beat for having done it. Like, it's that bad kind of thing. So, I don't want to fess up. And everyone's looking at each other. You can't figure it out. But there were two other kids on there, maybe three years younger than me, who couldn't stop laughing about how bad the fart smelled. So, everyone thought it was them. So, the good news is they finally got off the bus, I don't know, 10 stops later. And they're still laughing about it. But when they got off the bus, everyone else is like, those nasty ass mother effers getting on this bus, stinking it up, you know. But everyone's like looking around for confirmation. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, yeah, yeah, those <laughs> those nasty ass kids. Sure. They, they don't understand societal norms. It was bad, man. It was so thick. 
How's the fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Jake. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. All right, so uh, I'm going to tell you guys the story of the, the moment my wife says that she fell in love with me. Wow. So okay. we had uh, we just kind of started hanging out. It had been like a month or so. So she's still in that, like, char, that, like shy fart phase. And we're hanging out in her room, and she's laying with her head down towards the bottom of the bed on her stomach, and I was laying up top like normally. And I'm looking at her booty, and I'm like, <laughs> she's clenching her butt cheeks. Like, she's she's holding in a fart right now. Wait, you could look oh, at her right. ass and tell that she is holding one in? Yes. <laughs> yes. I, I stared at that booty a lot. Okay. All right. All right. So, <laughs> anyways... I'm like, hey, you got a fart? She's like, no, I don't got a fart. And so I'm like, yeah, you do. Go ahead, let it go. She's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not gonna fart. And I'm like, so I sit up. I punch her right in the butthole. Punch her right in the butthole. And this, like, the fart that came out from this was like a foghorn. I mean, so it was loud. Like you could see her butt che- cheeks vibrating, like. It was it was a good one. So we busted out into like a good 25, 30 minute laughing, just like belly rolling. And so, uh, that's yeah. the moment she knew that she loved you. Yep, that was the moment. Because you punched her tightly clenched ass. Are you, are you still together? Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay, all right. Uh, been together for seven years now. We got two kids. Nice. Make yeah. sure you share that story. That's a keeper mm-hmm. right there. Mm-hmm. That's a keeper. Mike, what are, you, what are you telling me now as far as... Oh yeah, we uh, so so uh, somebody brought up the the greatest story never told, uh, just an episode that was titled "The Fault," which I did look back and it was about Ted's fart. But one thing that it has that I I don't know exactly where it is in my system, but it does have it is the show audio from that day. If you guys want to go back in time, oh really? Uh, you gotta be kidding! Live uh, no way. This point in time, I, I believe we tried to continue the show. Oops, whoop, whoop. Not this point in time, hang I, I... Hang on, hang on. It's right there. Well, hey, man, we should name it after this guy. But as soon as they did that, then people nationally were like, absolutely name it the Harry Balls <laughs> Problem building. Here. It was Fort Wayne, Indiana. Okay. So it's B-A-L-S. God damn it. Here's the... God. Oh, man. That's the moment. What happened? Wow. I don't know. Why are you waving it at me? Because I don't want it near me, man. God almighty. I'm Holy it. God, man. I was trying to Whoa. <laughs> yeah. That Jeez. Are my farts this bad ever? Yes. Oh, yeah? <laughs> oh, that's like you just pooped. Uh, yeah, that was silent and warm. That was really just straight up poop. You need to. Dude, no I, can I, need, I need to poop. Oh, you do have to poop. Yeah, right. but we were in the middle of the segment, so I was like, I can't go poop right now. You're trying to squeeze one so out. I, right, so the little, it just went. Oh. Can you do it on the 15th floor, man? <laughs> Jesus. Justin, that's, that's bad. No, it, that offended me. No, I farted. In it. all honesty, most people don't say their first and last names when they introduce themselves to someone else. You say, hi, I'm Ted. Hi, I'm Steve. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm Harry Balls. Uh, but I wonder, like, you know, how many times he, he, he introduced himself with his full name. I mean, well, he probably did because he was a mayor. God you know, so. damn, that's thick. Yeah, Ted. Yeah. This, this, this I told you, man. I'm, to a mess I'm a mess today. <laughs> you think it was the oyster? I, one oyster one could oyster, not do that. I think it might have. It wasn't. It wasn't the oyster. I, you know how I know it wasn't the oyster. Hmm. I feel bad. This guy's still on the line. But I, all right, all right, full disclosure, I was choking on that oyster. You choked on it? Yes. <laughs> but I was sitting there, kind of looking at you at Hair Club. I was like, 
You didn't look so hot there. Yeah, I thought you were just watering. It was literally choking. It was stuck there, and I couldn't breathe. All right, that's why. It's like I know it wasn't the oyster. Why didn't you say like? I can't breathe. Because I was like, it's an oyster in my head. I was like, calm down. That would have been great. How could you not swallow an oyster? We could have heim with you. Like, oysters are, like, designed to fall down your throat, man. God. Did you tell I was choking on Yeah, you looked like you were dying. So we were talking about that dude, Harry Balls, who's a former mayor of somewhere in Indiana. Mm Mm-hmm. Because they're going to name a library. Yeah, but they wouldn't name it the Harry Balls building. And that's when that fart. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then. Rocked the studio. When we went to break and the door opened up, that's when all <laughs> hell broke loose. Sure, because now you're just permeating I it mean, throughout that studio. I mean, you don't know how fast that thing traveled down all the hallways. And how the angry offices. everybody was. And you know what? We've dropped a lot of farts here in these studios. And yeah. I, granted, our, our doors open half the time these days. But there's been some nasty ones. I have never heard a reaction that visceral against it. This Dude, thing must have been. You've never smelled you've a never fart smelled like this. You've never smelled anything like it. I, I, Not I, from I, a living creature. It must have been like you guys were right into his colon. You never dude. will smell that because that can never no. be replicated. I mean. You'd have to find a corpse in the trunk of a car that's been in a parking lot in the desert <laughs> for a month. I mean, seriously, dude, like no uh, living thing should produce And that. I've smelled some rank farts out of you, man. That have, <laughs> oh, wow, yeah. Wow, that one's just, that's bad. It doesn't, it does not add up to that one. How was a fart? The star of the story, 206-803-ROCK. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. 99.9 KISW. The Men's Room returns with Miles and Thrill. Coming up, we're going to sit and spin. We're going to go back 40 years with 10 albums turning 40 this year. And we're joined by Daily Migs Morning Show with Taryn Daly and Steve. Nice. For sit and spin. Yeah, that's a, coming up right after emails on our question. How was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Oh, we're getting lots of responses today. A few from the text. It says, to start, I'm a plumber. I was in a client's home installing a new toilet and faucet. Well, a couple hours before, I had a couple of big specials with a few bags of fries. And let's just say it kind of worked through me like a jet engine. Now, I got done with the job, and the customer did not check my work off immediately. But after leaving, the boss called me into the office, asking me if I had dropped a deuce in the customer's new toilet in the house. And, of course, I explained the whole dick's thing. And the boss told me the lady had to leave the house. It was so bad. and was demanding that 
the company pay for a cleaning service to sanitize the bathroom. I'm not sure the outcome of the situation was, but at the shop meeting, they all gave us Lysol to use on the jobs. Mm-mm-mm. That does come in handy. Uh, let's see. It says, my wife farted so loud in an ICU waiting room that a lady whose husband had just died stopped crying and started laughing. It was so loud because the leather couch that she was on vibrated. That is impressive. And in 1995, I was 19, working for a roofing company. I got my best friend a job, and on the first day, we all sat around in the front office, smoking, drinking coffee, and the the guys were taking turns farting and laughing. And my friend was sitting on the hood of a truck. He leaned back, grabbed his knees, and pushed. And his face turned red, because when he let go, he farted so forcefully that the follow-through shot up the back of his legs and ricocheted down to his socks. Will died laughing as he did the duck walk to the office bathroom. Well, the next day, we all received a printed memo. Quote, the next time you soil your boxers, throw them in the dumpster outside, Ooh. not in the bathroom oh, garbage. no. How is the fart the star of the story, 206-803-ROCK? Hello, Tony. Welcome to the men's room. Hola. Hola. Hey, so years ago, uh, we used to hang out every Saturday or once a month on a Saturday when we were working together. And uh, one one month, I wasn't feeling great. I like had sinus congestion and everything. I couldn't taste anything, couldn't smell anything. And my buddy Dan was agging me on. He's like, hey, you can't miss out. You can't miss out. You got to come out tonight. So, of course, I fell into the peer pressure. I was like, all right, I'll meet you up there. And um that night there happened to be a ton of people uh, a bunch of them was, uh from work were all hanging out and a bunch of other people we didn't know and i just like i said wasn't feeling great at all and i figured you know it's quiet and or you know it's, it's loud in here and my farts have been kind of quiet i can't smell and maybe i just let one squeak well i let it go and uh i had a I always had a theory that you don't want to be the first one to say you smelled it or the last. You want to play that middle road when you let one go, you know? I think we all learned that in elementary school. <laughs> oh, yeah. You got to be the middle one. So so I let it go, and I messed around on my phone, and I looked up, and no one said anything. But everyone's got this super disgusted look on their face. All the conversations just stopped. And I, I looked up, and I, that's when I was like, oh, man, I'm late to this party. I'm like, oh, yeah, what is that? And they go, my buddy looks at me dead dead in the eyes and goes, you know damn well what happened. <laughs> See, you got it. Timing is everything. Oh, yeah. And I and I, what, I, I, had to go with the lie. I had to keep going with it. And I'm like, oh, that wasn't me. And he said, you know it was you. The people behind you got up and left. <laughs> <laughs> so ever since then, they were like, hey, you want to go out tonight? Oh, yeah, I'll go out. And they're like, are you gassy? Because if so, you can't come out. That's fair, ma'am. That's yeah. what everyone knew. Now, would everyone have known it was you if your buddy did not call you out? Uh, at the moment, I was thinking the same thing. I was like, he busted me out. But we were so packed in there, and the people behind me got up and left. It was <laughs> pretty obvious. It was me. <laughs> people <laughs> got up and left. That says yeah, a lot, Yeah, they man. got up and left. I mean, I don't, like, try to, but if it's super crowded, man, I mean, like, this is a safe place to fart. You know, you're at a concert, like, just let it go. Because at that point, I'm like, I'm one of 18,000 potential suspects. Mm -hmm. I feel comfortable with this. Unless it's one of those where you fart and it doesn't go anywhere except, like, maybe two seats to the left and right. It don't like yep. no one in front of you smells it. No one, and you we realize are, like, okay, I'm going to get busted on this one. We uh, we had we had a sauna at uh, at the athletic facility at the university I went to, 
And so it's summer. A lot of kids are gone. Uh, but the people who stay in town, you still work out and all that crap. So I go in there. I'm like, you know what, man? I had a pretty long night the night before. I, the sauna always makes me feel a little bit better. Sure. I'm going to just go in there. So it's not like a steam room. You can see in a sauna. But there's yeah. also these lava coals. And a lot of people like to put the pour, water or whatever. Pour water on there and you get a little more of a steam poof. So it's kind of a steam poof in there. But I open the door and I'm just like, oh, my God in heaven. Oh, no. And I... I see a shadow kind of in the corner, and I'm like, oh, my God, there's one person already in there. And I'm like, all right. And I look, and it's it's our head coach. And he's like, hey, Miles, what's happening, man? Come on in, man. How's your summer going? I was going to walk out. Oh, no, but so, now he's greeted you by right. name. And now I close the door. I'm like, oh, my <laughs> God. And so I normally sit up top because it's hotter up there. Yeah, yeah. So the closer you are to the ceiling, the hotter it is in the sauna. Sure. So I go up to the top, and I mean, it is unbelievable how bad this is. It's a mixture of pine and ass, or like right. cedar and ass. <laughs> it's cedar and ass. So I slide down to the bottom, and it's just as thick down there. And he's asking me all these questions about how my summer's going, how the family is, all this stuff. And I'm just like, I need to get the hell out of here, but I can't, because it's the head coach. So I have to be like, he's naked, I'm naked, like the whole thing is just weird. And I'm just breathing in this 65-year-old man's ass, and it was bad. I mean, it was real bad. Did you ever say anything, or did you just play along the whole time? I think he... Like, coach, come on, man. He had to know, but he... You know, like when... But you get used to your own farts. You know, even when you know they're bad. But heat, it's just like farting in the shower. It's a a different level. When when you have hot air in, it's just as far as what that... How somehow that mixes together and just makes it a lot worse. That's the one place I won't fart is my shower. Makes it hang around longer. I don't know what the But it gets thick, it gets bad, and then... But it also alters the stink, right? So you get used to your own farts, but somehow you fart in the shower... It smells like someone else's fart is taking a shower with you. And I've cut my own shower shorts to get out. Like, I don't even feel like I'm getting cleaned at this point. I'm just steaming myself with butt. Yeah. How was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Alex. Welcome to the men's room. Hola, gentlemen. Hola. Well, when I was, uh, when I was a kid, my dad took me and a few friends camping. So, uh, obviously, before we left, all of us kids were fighting for who gets the front seat, and uh, my buddy, unlucky buddy, Sean, gets the front seat. So, we take off, we're heading down 90, and uh, uh, my dad lets out a gnarly fart, one that, you know, sounds like you stepped on Donald Duck or something. And uh, he, of course, locks the windows, (laughs) so all of us kids in the back seat, we got smart and realized that the back slider window was manual, so we slid that thing open, stuck our noses and, you know, breathing in, trying to get some fresh air. Well, Sean up in the front seat, he's sitting there gagging and crying, and he can't breathe, and so he sticks his nose up on the uh, um, on the air vents, up on the dash, and he's trying to get some fresh air out of there, out of that, and at 70 miles an hour, my dad locks up the brakes, and he slaps his head off the uh, off the dashboard. Jesus! It was pretty epic. Now, how many how many other things did your dad do just to torture you? Oh man, I don't even know. Uh, too many to list. I was going to say, if you're locking the windows when you fart, I'm like, okay, this is not a one time deal. This mm-hmm. is a guy who takes great pleasure in tormenting his own children. Oh yeah, not only that, and his friends. He's uh, he's gotten in fart battles on the way to go hunting trips down in, in Idaho or something on the way there. He's got a friend that'll let one out, and he just looks over at him and says, don't get that thing started, or I will finish this. 
And sure enough, they all start letting him go. So he ends up finishing it. He cleared out the whole truck. They pulled over on the side of the highway just to get out and everybody breathe. What is it about being a dude that we enjoy farting so much? Uh, you, you know just, what I mean? Like, you, I feel like I can meet a complete stranger at the dude, right? And I don't know. Like, your wife's dragged you to something. Like, you always say, you didn't feel like going. Mm-hmm. I don't know your coworker's husband, but whatever. And maybe we don't have anything in common. So I'm not talking sports. Maybe they're in the IT. He can't talk to me. But somehow, if you fart, like, hey, dude, hang on a second. If you fart, you've officially broken the ice. Yep. Next thing you know, you're drinking together. And it's such an odd thing. Because I feel like, and I see it with my son versus my daughter. If my daughter has to no, fart. Well, if she farts in front of you, it was an accident. She apologizes. She And it's like, dude, I, I get it. That's why you have a butt. But otherwise, she'll physically get up. She might tell you she has to fart, but she will go somewhere else and do it. Mm-hmm. You don't hear it. You don't smell it. And I'm sure it's just in her butt. My son, meanwhile, man, he stands up, does a dance move, spins around, puts his head down by his ankles, aims his ass at you, and just... When you're younger, your your body starts churning a little more. I, I remember when I first started going on dates uh, when I got a car. And these are innocent dates. These are dates where you know you go to a movie, you go do something. You don't get laid. No, you you go to get dinner, you do whatever you do, and then you get to the date home by ten thirty, eleven, whatever the curfew is. And I just remember it seemed like every single time I could not wait to get the date over with and drop the date off, and I would just sit in fart. my car oh, yeah. and fart the entire way home. And that was, like, I almost wanted to get the date over with early because I wasn't sure. You know, your proximity is so close. Right. When you're that age, as far as you're going to sit beside each other at the movie theater. Of course. You got a dinner table for two. You know, like, there was, I, I, I went to the bathroom and farted. I did all that. I still just had. You, you just know, had more to go. I just had more to go. And I would just fart, I mean, nonstop from the time that she closed the door until <laughs> the time that I walked into my house. It was just. You know, she did the same thing. You know, as soon as she closed, thank you, Miles, for a wonderful night. As oh. soon as that goes, I guarantee Oh, thank God she's gone. She crop dusted all the way up to her front oh door. God. Yeah, same thing. How was a fart the star of the story? 206-803-ROCK. Hello, Josh. Welcome to the men's room. Hey, gentlemen. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Hola. Gotcha. Yes. Hola. Hey. So, I happen to live in the desert, and uh, it's middle of summer. I'm driving around with the wife and kids, and uh, I let one out. And my body immediately knows that this thing's bad. It comes out like magma. I start sweating from every pore. It's trapped between me and the seat belt. So I decide to start getting after the kids in the back seat going, hey, which one of you two is eating in the car? Because they're not supposed to. Right. And they start getting back to me. We're not eating. We're not eating. I go, well, it smells like popcorn in the car. <laughs> And uh, immediately kind of lift the cheek and let it go. So they're all taking a deep breath at it. Kids start dying. The wife is absolutely angry at me because the problem is, one, this thing's vile. Two, I, it's about 120 degrees outside. You can't open the window. <laughs> so we're, we're stewing for the next, you know, 20 minutes in the car with this thing. I wonder if the heat from um, the outside makes it worse, kind of like farting in the shower. So same principle. Just oh, it absolutely Okay. I, be- I believe that it does. Uh, the problem I'll- is, Go ahead. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree because now the daughter thinks it's funny to do the same thing. So It is. Uh, I got my justice there mm-hmm. on that. It's Mother Nature's, like, to me, that's their laugh track. Like, a yeah. fart. If people hear it, people laugh. Worst, I'll tell you, this is my theory on the worst place that you can fart. 
All right. Outdoors in Florida where it's humid. Hot shower has got to be one of them. Yes. Absolutely that's that, one that, of them. That, that, but I'm we'll, telling I'll I'm, throw hot tub in there as well. That is my number one. Don't do it in a hot there tub. Was a, th- I don't know who I'll it, pee in a pool. I will not I fart in your hot tub. I do, not, I do not know who it was. I was in an outdoor hot tub in Whistler. <laughs> the good news is is that they had plastic cups and plastic pitchers. You could go out there with beer. Um, in the way that my hotel room was situated, you could look down and see the hot tubs below and the yeah. deck and also the pool that was down there. And the hot tub, I mean, when it comes to skiing and people doing that stuff, the hot tub is one of the more popular places in that entire hotel. Sure. It, it's always packed. There's ne- Very rarely was the room. So I was always like checking outside to see, are, are there a couple slots down there? Are there a couple seats open? Because typically it was just a group of people. Once they got in there, they were in there for hours at a time. Sure. Drinking, sure. sitting there, just, just BS and whatever the hell it was. So at one point in time, I looked down and like half of the hot tub is open. There's just a couple in there. So I'm like, baby, let's go. Let's go down. This is our hot tub time, man. Yeah. We, we, we got this. So we go down there. We get a pitcher of beer. We sit in the hot tub. We kind of, you know, Canadian hello, you know, that kind of thing. And somebody farted. And I know for a fact it was not my wife because the look she gave me, she was kicking me underneath the water. She thinks it's you. She thinks it's me. And I'm looking at her and I'm like, <laughs> this is not me. And the way that the heat, like, because oh you're in down to your shoulders. Yeah. Like basically just, because it's freezing cold outside. Like, you're not like chest deep. You're, you're like those monkeys you're, in the river. You're down, exactly. You, you're coming up for a Coors Light or whatever the hell that commercial was. But... It would not go away, no. and they and I mean it just sat on a six inch perimeter. <laughs> the cold pushes right, it down, the right, heat pushes right, it up, you right. right above the water, oh, man, yeah. and it did not go away. Did you, either and, of and the like this couple guy says, give you a look? Like this guy says, it's the reverse mechanism. You don't want to roll in the window because it's too hot in the desert. Well, here you didn't want to get out of the water. Unless you ran and got your towel real quick, and yeah. even when you went and got your towel, it was so cold that the towel had started to freeze on the on the on the wooden yeah. hook, like it started to shape itself because it was so cold. So you, you you couldn't leave once you got in there, man. That's why people never left the hot tub because it's just such a pain in the ass to get out. I think that's the worst place. If you had to pick out of the couple, it's concentrated like you fart in a bathtub, right? right. But then you add that hot heat yeah. element to it, man, and it just takes it to eleven. If you had to guess, you think it was the dude or the chick? Is that like it was an older. It was an older couple. Oh, that's a that's a coin toss. I believe they were European because they weren't they 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 were very nice, but they weren't very communicative. Sure, as sure. far as just and most people do know English, so I don't know. If they just chose not to talk to us because they realized one of them ripped it. But they were gone. People get real quiet if they farted, and the fart is noted that it exists, but no one is acknowledging it. Mm-hmm. Typically, the quietest person to me in those moments because yeah. I've been there. Like that's your. Well, they weren't. They weren't talking to us. So I, I kind of thought for a minute. Okay, these. This is probably French Canadians because they typically don't want to talk to Americans. They don't right. want to talk to anyone who doesn't speak French. So that was my first thought. But then, after I got a whiff of that, I'm like, maybe they're just waiting to see. And so about two minutes later, after like she's looking at me and I'm looking at her, they they, they definitely caught wind of the fact that we caught their wind. Yeah, they got up. Uh, took their picture. They left. Oh, they left. <laughs> but even when they left, even when they left, I mean, I watched them walk. They didn't back. take the fart with them. I watched them walk back into the hotel. You could still smell that thing. But still, you sit there you and you still own what you did, it man. Was, before was, you leave, it was, this. it was straight sulfur. Just it was leave after absolutely you fart in the hot. Tub. It was absolutely rotten eggs. Yeah, it reminded me. There's a, there's a lot of sulfur runoff from uh, from strip uh, mines in West Virginia. Turns all of the water orange, all the creeks orange, and it has this really sulfuric acid type of smell to yeah. it. It's very pungent. This fart was that times a hundred. I mean, it was straight <laughs> egg to the core. Coming up, we're going to sit and spin. We've got to ten albums turning forty this year, and we got your emails coming up next from the men's room at kisw.com. 
This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? You spend only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. 